Well, I'd like you to turn in your Bibles to Genesis 12 and 1, and uh, we'll continue with Acts probably next Sunday or whenever. Uh, but let's turn to Genesis 12 and verse 1. Now the Lord had said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And if we look over in uh, Hebrews 11 and verse 8 as well, there's, uh, there's a scripture there that refers to this very same uh, command that God gave Abraham, Hebrews 11 and verse 8, it says, By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out, out not knowing whither he went. And so we find here, that uh, God has spoken to Abraham and he's calling him to leave his father's land, his father's home, and uh, go to a land that he knows not where he's going. He went out not knowing where he was going, but he did know the one who did know. And there's times in our life that we go out not sure where we're going, not sure what life holds for us. And in fact, every day is, is a challenge, can be a challenge that we're not sure what the day holds. And I read a little, uh, actually it was in a devotional, and it's called A Road Not Traveled. And uh, as I was uh, thinking about this this morning, uh, this came to mind, and I'd just like to read it to you. It says, uh, people ask me if I have a five-year plan. How can I plan five years down the road on a road I've never traveled? I think back to the 1960s when I was a minister to students at Stanford University. I'd been a physical education major in college and had a lot of fun, but I left no record of being a scholar. I felt wholly inadequate in my new position. Most days, I wandered around the campus, a blind man groping in the darkness, asking God to show me what to do. One day, a student, out of the blue, asked me to lead a Bible study in his fraternity. It was a beginning. God doesn't stand at a juncture and point the way. And I thought this was rather a remarkable statement. God doesn't stand at a juncture and point the way. He's a guide, not a signpost. He walks with us, leading us down paths we never envisioned. All we have to do is walk alongside him. The path won't be easy. 
There will be rough places along the way, but God has promised that he will turn the darkness into light and will not forsake us. He'll be with us all the way. Paul said that God is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. We can scheme and envision, but our Lord's imagination far transcends our plans. We must hold them loosely and see what God has in mind. And so I had read that little story a few days ago, and it popped into my mind this morning. And I thought, well, now I want to uh, share something that uh, is along that line. I really felt that that's what God was speaking to my heart. And so many times we, I, don't know what the next step is going to be. But I thought that was so remarkable that, that the writer said that God is not a signpost, but he's a guide. He walks with us. He shows us the way. You know, it's not that he just stands there and, and says, well, there's the way, go for it. <laughs> but he walks with us. He's that guide. And I think that in, in those times of, of hesitation, of really wanting to know the mind of God, we need to remember, there's, there's uh, two or three th things that I've just jotted down here that we need to remember. And one of them is, God's character. We need to remember God's character. We see through a glass darkly. There will never be a time in my life, in your life, when we can say, I know everything that I need to know. No, we don't. We know in part. And he leads us. He doesn't push us. He doesn't hand us a map and send us on our way but he wants us to keep our eyes upon him and follow him one step at a time. There will always be new temptations, new challenges, new decisions. And even when it sometimes seems that he is silent, he wants us to keep our eyes on him to trust him in all situations to the Lord. His word is an anchor for our soul. And when we are sometimes suddenly blindsided by storms in life, we can always look into his word. There's uh, so many times, and I know that probably each one of you here that you have been struggling with a certain decision or a certain challenge. And, you know, you go to God's word and you look for a word, for in something in his word that will speak. It witnesses with your heart. Um, there is, there's a, I really feel that there's a difference between, uh, you know, at those times when we are seeking to know the mind of God, there's a difference between, you know, reading reading a few verses, you know, maybe you think, well, that doesn't, that doesn't fit. So you turn the pages and you read a few more verses. But there's, 
there's something in there that quickens your spirit. All of a sudden, you feel kind of a witness in your heart that this is God's word speaking to me. It's like that Rima word, that anointed word, that at that moment, this is what you need. And I believe that he does speak to us even as we study his word. You know, we remember verses that come back to mind in those times. And you, you know, it can be, uh, you know, you're thinking about a decision. You're thinking about a circumstance, a problem, an issue, and wondering what is God speaking to you about that. And all of a sudden, a verse will pop into your mind. Just, uh, just like in that story, this young man is, is looking for direction. He's feeling like he's floundering. And he says, out of the blue, and that's, you can't see it, but it was in quotation marks, out of the blue. And sometimes those words to us are out of the blue. All of a sudden, there's a verse that comes to mind. And uh, that's why it's important to read God's word so that he can bring them back to our remembrance. But out of the blue, this comes into your mind. And, and you may think, you know, that, you know that, where did that come from? It just kind of fell into your mind and uh, out of the blue. And God uses his word to speak into our hearts. It is an anchor for our soul, his word is. In Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your steps. You know, the word, the Hebrew word trust, in, verse, uh, in that verse that we just read, means to be bold, confident, secure, and sure. And it's in those times that our faith becomes stronger. Our faith is, is uh, challenged a little bit. It's uh, spread out a little bit. Uh, it's stretched when we are when we're in those times and God speaks to us, our faith is stretched. It becomes more enlarged. And God builds in our life little by little. And when we have dealt with one particular situation and, and we feel that God has spoken to us in whatever way he has chose, perhaps through his word, perhaps even through circumstances, through people. But when we uh, have received that, the next time you look back and you think, you know, this is how God spoke to me the last time. You know, God is going to be with me through this. He's going to walk with me. That's what it means to have him walking along with you. He has, you have his personal attention. He is the teacher and we are the student, but we, we have his personal attention in our lives. 
we may not realize that, may not sometimes feel like it. But he does direct our steps, one step at a time. So Abraham learned to trust God. He had quite a journey ahead of him. And uh, Abraham had to learn to trust God. And he had to leave his father's home before he ever came to the place of uh, trusting God for a son, a miracle son. And then when God asked him to sacrifice his son, he had all these other experiences behind him. He had followed the steps. He knew he could trust God. And uh, he came to that place of, you know, knowing that somehow God was going to rescue his son. Isaac. But our faith becomes great through experience. It develops as it is used. And uh, I don't know about you, but you sometimes think, you know, isn't there an easier way? <laughs> Isn't there an easier way, you know, that we could just kind of have faith plopped into us and we wouldn't have to grow in faith, go through the experiences that, that uh, ask us to, you know, trust him, to just uh, walk forward, not knowing, as Abraham did, not knowing where he went, you'd think, that uh, there would be an easier way, that uh, sometimes it is hard. There's, there's the mountaintop experiences when we can look down and say, oh, wow, look how far I've come. And then, uh, you know, we look further up the mountain, you say, well, look how far. <laughs> you know, I'm still working at it. I'm still working towards the top here. But uh, God does... Uh, encourage us. He sends blessings along the way just to let us know that he is watching over us, that as we trust him, that it's not, it's not a fruitless thing that we are doing, but actually it is, it is for our good. It's for our development in uh, serving God. We're actively trusting God. And also, you know, our character is developed during the difficult times. There's not much character developed when the times are real easy. And I think that this is, uh, there's something else that I want to, oh, Rob, would you bring me my Bible case? I think that I left it in the Bible case there. Yes, I didn't bring it up here. Something else I want to read to you. And those that read Daily Bread, you would have read it here just, just a few days ago, but maybe there's some that, ah, here it is, that haven't read it. Uh, how many read the Daily Bread? 
Yeah, okay. There's a few. This one is called Lift. You may remember that, but it really spoke to me. But this is, we're talking about our character being developed during difficult times. During our tour of an aircraft carrier, a jet fighter pilot explained that planes need a 56 kilometer per hour wind to take off on such a short run runway. To reach this steady breeze, the captain turns his ship into the wind. Shouldn't the wind come from the plane's back, I asked. The pilot answered, no, the jets must fly into the wind. That's the only way to achieve lift. Now here he's talking about Joshua. God called Joshua to lead his people into the winds that awaited them in the promised land. Joshua required two things. Internally, he needed to be strong and very courageous. And externally, he needed challenges. I thought that was so interesting. This included the daily task of leading thousands of Israelites facing walled cities, demoralizing defeats, Achan's theft, and continual battles. The wind that blew in Joshua's face would lift his life as long as his thrust came from God's instructions. God said he must be careful to obey all the law. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Are you resolved to follow God's ways no matter what? Then look for challenges. Fly boldly into the wind and see your spirit soar. Now, I thought that was so interesting, and it, it spoke to me about our faith, that it's, it's challenges, that we need challenges. When there is no challenge, what is a person, how does a res person respond to that? They want to lay in bed all day and hope that, <laughs> that uh, life will go away. But we need challenges. We, have you ever spoken to someone and they said, well, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I know I need to get up in the morning. I've got to get up in the morning. There's some things that they need to do. They may... They may be a retired person. They may be uh, up very elderly. But there's something, there's a challenge that they need to get out of bed. And so it is with us in life. We need challenges. And I never really thought about it until in that way, in that sense, until I read that little article about needing the lift in our lives, the wind to blow into our sails. And we sing a song that talks about, be the wind in my sails. We need that. So don't be afraid of trusting in the Lord. And sometimes we're not sure when we come to do, make a decision. Uh, we may not be sure of whether it's right or wrong. 
I wrote down a little sentence here, and I think that it can challenge us. If our heart is right, and we do the best we know to do when we hear from him, God will redeem us and honor our steps of obedience. So if we move in childlike trust to obey what we believe in our heart that he has told us to do, even if that decision is wrong, God will take that mistake and work it out for our good. And I think I heard Joyce Meyer say one time that uh, she, was, she was afraid of making mistakes. She was afraid of missing God. And he said, don't worry, Joyce. If you miss me, I'll find you. So he's able to redeem even the decisions that we make when our heart is right, when we are seeking him, when we're trusting in him. So uh, we may think that we're not hearing from God because we don't see the whole picture. But trust that he is showing you everything that you need for today. So I trust that these few words will encourage you and uh, that we can, we can continue to trust the Lord whether times are good or whether times are difficult and uh, that he will redeem our steps. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your word this morning that witnesses with our heart. Thank you, Lord, that you make your way plain to us, clear to us, when we continue to trust you and to walk with you. And Lord, we thank you that you're not just a signpost, but that you do walk with us all the way. Thank you that you care for us personally and uh, that, that uh, your hand is upon your people. And Lord, we pray for Pastor Nick this morning, that you will touch him and minister unto him and his family. Thank you for this, the arrival of, the safe arrival of this, this uh, son, this new babe in their home. And I just pray that you will surround that home with your, your love and your protection with good health. Bless them. And Lord, I thank you for these ones that have gathered here today. We thank you that we can worship you and praise you in freedom and liberty and that you are at work in our lives, in the situations around the world. Thank you. Bless each one today now, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, the Lord bless you. Have a wonderful rest of the day. <laughs> it's good to see each one. <laughs>